god, thank you. Okay, this podcast is over. It's not. It's not. We look so quiet. We look so quiet. You just said we look too loud. Well, I know, but now we look quiet. Well, then fix it. Fix it. Fix it. Fix it. Oh, that was loud. We never talk in the mic. You want to fix it, fix it, fix it. I don't think it's this song. No, it was um something by Janelle Monet. Make what? Make me feel. Make me feel by Janelle Monet. You make me feel. No, that's Sylvester. That's not the right one. You make me feel. Wow, those shoulders were going. It's the only thing that I can do to dance right now. I'm a shoulder dancer. Shimmy. Oh, God. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Make my titties jiggle. Is that what we're calling those? Udders? Uh, fat. fat. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking suck. Udders. Udders. <laughs> <laughs> It's milk and time. Ew. <laughs> some, get us some cookies. <laughs> Gross. Oh, I made cookies. You have to take some home. Oh, no. Why? Okay, you don't have to eat them. Oh, okay. You just have to take them home. <laughs> just away from here. Yeah, Thomas. That's Thomas's um, rule for whenever I make cookies is some of them have to leave. <laughs> Those have to not be here right now anymore. I don't hate that rule. Let's give them to Savannah. Savannah. Or- or Nick. I think he's coming back on Thursday. Ninki Minjaj? N- who's that? I don't know her. She's a singer. Nobody died? Nobody oh, my God. Did you, see, did you see that, Darren? I, I saw the shirt. Oh, my God. I All saw of- the shirt. I saw the shirt. And I opened up my eyes. I saw the shirt. Yeah, because you're from shirts. Obviously, oh. you would be able to see it. That's what, whenever I drive past the sign and I'm still in the middle of the country, and I'm like, hey. <laughs> Hi. Hey, shirts. Great. It's two for one sale this summer. <laughs> well, I, I love driving by this one sign that, that just says pants for sale. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I think they tried to put like a little L in there because I think they spelled oh, plants it for sale. supposed to say pants for sale. No. But every single time I just see it, so, Hello. it says pants for sale. <laughs> we make pants. Please buy. That's like <laughs> eggs for sale. <laughs> for I have sale. eggs. <laughs> Eggs for sale. I have egg. Oh my god. That's on the road up to the the, the lake, lake house, right? Yeah. Egg, egg for sale. I have egg for sale. Yes. yes? <laughs> Is that a question or a statement? Not sale. S A L E S E L. I know. I remember. Eggs for sale. Eggs for sale. S E L L. I will sell them. Uh, question mark? Will you? No, we're not certain on that one. Yeah, yet. it's either they have them and they want to sell them, or they're looking for somebody that will. Do you have any eggs? For buyers. Please drop in and sell eggs them. Eggs for me. sale. We will accept sale of egg. We buy ugly houses and eggs. Egg, egg. <laughs> yeah, it just cracks me up because I think there's like a just like a little thing. So at first I thought it was like rants for sale because there was like a little. L that was in there too and then I'm like no that doesn't make sense I'm gonna say pants <laughs> I love when those signs are up for years at a time because mm-hmm. that eggs for sale has been up for like six years yeah I really just want to drop in and be like do you still have any I don't I think I just started noticing it like what a year and a half ago a year ago ish 
Did I start going back to when I was going back to shirts? Because I started going a different way back to shirts. So I have no idea. I don't know how long that song's been up there for. But uh, did I say song? Sign. Mm-hmm. Both. It's fine. <laughs> pants for sale. Pants for sale. There's a song now. Oh, you. You've created. I a created song. a song for us. It's it's in the books now. Oh my gosh, there. we need an album. Mm-hmm. Pants for sale. Egg for sale. Egg for sale. Um, <laughs> it can be a duet. <laughs> pants for sale. Eggs, Eggs for sale. sale. Well, so it's pants for sale. Eggs, Eggs for sale. Yeah. Mm. There you go. You know, and it just has such you know like a a dialogue about America today. Yeah. We could also just sing a Pona song just because. Do-do-do. <laughs> There's no words. Also, whenever people talk to you in any Zelda game, they're like, (laughs) (laughs) or and then there's the one that laughs like, (laughs) I remember in uh, Majora's Mask, my brother was playing Majora's Mask. What was it? We had to both, he had just been like a senior in high school or something like that. We were like replaying it on the N64 and this is God. <laughs> we're just like standing we were like going around just like oh there's there's des and there's like mom and there's like just random characters and this is like grumpy ass guy that like would stand there and remember they would just like repeat their same movements over and over again he would just stand and then there. it's like yeah he had his arms crossed and he would just like uh roll his head around and just go <laughs> with oh, yeah. his mouth wide <laughs> open. And so, I, I don't know why but like mike just went up to it and he's just like I just said, there's you. And he just fucking died. And so even like 10 years, what, 10, 15 years later, he's like, yeah, that was me. (laughs) 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 They still do it on uh, the new Zelda too. Any of them. Savannah used to make fun of it because I would play it downstairs on the TV and I would just like go around talking to them. They'd like you can't pay anybody to do voiceovers. No. You don't but actually have to say anybody's name. In Breath of the Wild, there are a couple scenes where they had voiceovers, and I was yes. like, "What the fuck?" And it's always like a very, very soft woman. Yeah, Link, I'm Zelda. Link. And then they tried to tell us in this one that they weren't lovers. I'm like, "Come on, now. sis, we've been new. We've been new that they're loving." And everyone's like, "They're not lovers. He's just there to protect her." No. no. They're lovers, but also brother and sister. Yeah, probably. They're, they are all intertwined somehow in some weird, nasty way. So. Those are the people that are, you're like, Shake is also Zelda. And they're like, no. What? Shake? Sheik. Sheik. Whatever. Oh, I don't know. How to say. I, I always call her Sheik. Shake. Yeah, I don't think that's right. But well, anyway, yeah, Sheik was always Zelda. Yeah. Do but people like the people that weren't? I would play like, Smash Brothers with, they'd be like, they're different people. Did they never play Ocarina of Time? <laughs> I guess not. Uh-huh. And like they're, you, but you've chosen Zelda, and she turns into. Well, she. not in the new one. In the new one, they're two different characters. Yeah, but I'm talking like uh, GameCube. Oh yeah, I know. You could turn because that's what the storyline was. That she yeah. was hidden. Zelda. She's Mulan. Yeah, exactly. She's like, I'm not a boy. I'm a girl. She's like, I'm Mulan, but I don't want to cut my hair. Yeah, I'm just gonna wrap it up in this giant body. Wrap head mask. Hey, hey, ahead of her time. Yeah, socially distant, wearing also, a mask. Also, drag race. <laughs> she, hey. she could have been on drag race and just walked up like, "Look at me, I'm giving you mummy chic." She Literally. could have come out there in a diaper, and they would have been like, "Chic, your mask <laughs> is gorgeous." Stupid, 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 stupid. I hate it. Anyways, 
Yes. You um, actually love it. I do love it. Um, oh, and boy. you also love something else that I you never don't pull up at the right up. time. Well, I just, um, you know, I love to talk about it, but mysteriously. Just like, I want to give you a little bit of lead up and just like, ooh, what are we going to talk about? Hmm. Ooh. Could ooh. it be something baked? Is it also bony? bony? <laughs> Is it something that we like to woof about? I don't know. We're about to find out. I'm still. What? I don't know. <laughs> Have you still not found it? Nope. Oh my God. Why are you so bad at this? Because every time I put in baked bread or baked bones, baked bread. it's like, I need Jimmy some... John's. Why the fuck did I ever sign up for that? <laughs> okay, you been pulled up? Yeah. Okay, got it. No, wrong one. Bam. Bam. Okay. Oh, and I, I now have Oh, you now? Okay, you want to read it since you got it up? No. Okay. I'll read the other one later. Uh, okay. Um, a recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. Decade. Well, decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that uh, are... What? The, the effects... Hold on. We may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to a 2019 study, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably already know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always worried. What is happening to me? We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety that we may have passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% now with promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. S-P-O-O-P-Y-1-5. Baked Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated (laughs) and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the United States. Wow. What? You are getting through these words. I was all over the place on that one, wasn't I? Operated. Made by Oprah. Yeah. There you go. Is sponsored by... Baked Bones is sponsoring us. It's sponsored by the O Channel. Is Mm -hmm. that what she called? What she's... owned? No. Oprah, Ours is Oprah the O magazine. We haven't gotten on the TV. Yet, yeah. But... Uh, what Print is media is just as good. Oh, it stands for our Spoopy Podcast. Yeah. That's our Spoopy Podcast at rspoopypodcast.com, rspoopypodcast at gmail.com, rspoopypodcast on Instagram.com, our. Did I already say that? Our Spoopy on Twitter, our Spoop on Facebook. Yes. Just a quick promo, promo in there. What is happening to me? My mouth is just like full of marbles, marbles today. Yes. Jim wow. Marbles. I think she got canceled. No, she just left. But no, Jenna Marbles was a very wholesome woman. I think she got canceled. Mm-hmm. You know who else got canceled? What? Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson. Yeah, but they're still hanging around for some reason. Well, they're canceled. Well, we've been new. They've been saying <laughs> stupid shit for a long time. Shane Dawson fucked his cat. Oh. And he got canceled a long time for that. He also long time ago. made a joke about pedophilia. So and did blackface. Is he just mm. having sex with everything nowadays? I don't think he's having sex with anybody. That's true. That is true. Except his filth. Yeah. He's very dirty. Yeah, he looks very dirty. Yeah. Just sweaty. Sweaty. Um, I mean, so do I, but like... 
there's a limit. <laughs> but you change your clothes. I at least shower twice a day. Uh, I do. I know. I took I two showers today, okay? That's no. Is that what that is? I just choked myself. <laughs> <laughs> Cheese and spoiled vegetables. Ooh, I had, oh, I had fajitas for dinner tonight. They were good. Anyways, not, wow. related. <laughs> not related to anything. Did you season them yourself or you got the package? I got the package. I'm I love lazy. the package. The, pack, the package is so good. And so, so good. So easy to just prop it on the grill and just be like, mm-hmm. thanks, H-E-B. Do you have a grill? Well, no. On the stove? Yeah. Okay. Do you have a grill? I need to what? get a grill. Girl. That's on the list of things that I'm looking forward to. Oh, my God. You should build, like, one of those, like, brick stoves. Oh. You could build it yourself. No. Oh. No? No, 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 no. Why not? Because I don't... These hands. (laughs) Ruin my manicure. Excuse me. (laughs) Wooden heat is not as reliable as a propane grill. I didn't say wooden heat. You just want me to make a brick Just Just one brick. (laughs) You want me the fuck? Yes, you can. You can still create one with like a little hinged door, so you can put the propane in. Propane, propane, propane accessories. That's my dream is to be Hank Hill. Oh, well, actually, Peggy. Just go. Peggy sub- Hill. You want to be a Spanish teacher? A substitute. Not, not know any Spanish. <laughs> oh, she always made me so depressed. Mm-hmm. Baja la ventana. <laughs> Oh no! Okay, well, do you want to talk about some rupee things? Let's or we we're gonna keep them. just babbling on about stupid stuff. Well, it depends on if you can get these words out. You no have opinions, girl. No, I have opinions. Let me hear them. You ready to hear some let's, opinions? Let's do it. Well, today we're gonna to talk about All Stars Five, the finale. Yes, Ooh. we need to figure out who is America's next top All Star. Uh, all Star superstar. Next drag All Star. The All-Star Hall of Fame. Yes. Yes. To but join it, the lifestyle. Because there's already five of them, and there has to be now six. <laughs> there's already five of them when there should be four. Five. I love, there was one part where Todrick later on says, uh, there can only be one winner, and I'm like, not really. <laughs> you sure about that, there girl? There could be more than that. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, well, that's why Todrick's like, I paid all my people, and he paid one. So yeah. he, that's what he just, I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So oh, we uh, start our last episode with, or start our episode with a callback to the last episode where RuPaul answers the phone. She gets an angry phone call and she's, she's all like, scared. She's like, oh my God, who is it? Okay, I'll do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we never hear about it again. Mm-mm. Never, <laughs> never, not at all. Not like, oh, I was coming back and I'm ready to bring the tea or anything like that. It was just, no. No. The top three walk in the workroom. Wait, what? Oh yeah. After, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they read Blair's message. Yes. Um, uninteresting. Then they sit down on the couch. <laughs> uninteresting. And Juju's like, I feel like I've done this before. Twice. Yeah. Which she has. Because she was in the top for both of them, wasn't mm-hmm. she? Mm-hmm. And then Poor Cracker thing. was like, it, uh, I don't remember what Cracker said, but it was hilarious. I didn't write it down because I was going very fast. Oh, because uh, Juju B said something. Uh, she said not. She said not well enough. That's what. Miss Cracker said. Yes. Yeah, well, you didn't do it well enough. And Jujubee was like, <laughs> you shady bitch. <laughs> um, and then they have a pillow fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the moment, the best moment of this whole episode is when Juju hits Cracker in the face. Yeah. And Cracker's just like, <laughs> I love that they also played like the dr- classic like RuPaul drama <laughs> music. And it's like, dun, 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 like crazy, like, oh, and they're just like, <laughs> 
beating the fuck out of each other with pillows, but like they're actually having fun instead of like actually being dramatic. And they're like, oh, Juju be smack crack or Juju's fucking crazy. Shay hitting Juju with a boo with a <laughs> Straight up, just chicken titty pie. <laughs> but I love it when Cracker escapes her. She's like, "You stay the fuck away from me, you yeah. fucking bitch." Yeah. That was funny. Um, I do have to say that these are the top three that I imagined would be here. Um, I think we both had talked about that at the beginning. Yeah. Well, we um, also decided on the top four, and I couldn't decide between Alexis and Blair. And I thought that Alexis was going to be higher up than Blair personally. But mm-hmm. who did I choose? Did I choose Alexis? I don't know. I don't remember. I think I chose did. Alexis. Yeah. And I think I chose Blair. Well, definitely didn't pick or, India or anything I don't know. like that. Well, we thought that India was going home first, remember? Mm-hmm. And Maybe then, Mariah. Maybe I was like, I don't think Mariah's going to do it. I didn't choose Mariah. No, it was either Alexis her. or Blair the whole time. Yeah. Um, so we thought that was going to be top four, but now there's a top three. Well, you know, if we're honest, I always thought that Derek Barry would make it all the way to the top, but um, that's the way the cookie crumbles. You're wrong. No. So there's that. Uh, Anyways... <laughs> So we enter the workroom the next day, mm-hmm. and all the eliminated queens run in first. Yeah. So and then not they the go... top three coming in. It was the all the eliminated queens. They're like, oh, 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 like scatter across the floor like cockroaches. And then they're like, um, oh. <laughs> behind this giant curtain, and all of them are like leaning up against the curtain, looking through the hole. Like, <laughs> they're like not... shaking it. Yeah. You guys are not being very Mariah's good. Mariah's at... like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Not good at being secretive. India then, falls over and her hair comes off. Yeah, basically. Uh, the top three decide, not decide, they come back in this time. Uh, and they're all talking about uh, being in the top and the expectation from the other queens. Yeah, they're like, this is a, let's have a private conversation. <laughs> let's have an unscheduled private conversation. Glory hole over there. But let's have private conversations about all the other queens think. and how we thought they did in this yeah. competition. So weird. So unique, you know? And then Angina sticks her face out. Just and she's like, <laughs> Bleh. well, that's what they kept on looking over the glory hole because Cracker kept like Cracker was in the middle of a, a saying something, and then she fucking saw the whole thing move. That's what like the camera went over to that. It's like you guys are really <laughs> bad at this. And then she's like, what is that? Yeah, I don't know if those queens were supposed to like wait until RuPaul came back or something like that, but like finally Shay was like, did you guys see that? Because Angina was just like whole head through the fucking box. She was like. Tonguing the air yeah. outside of the hole. Just straight up. Um, and so then they're all like, hey! And Blair's like, look, I have more air time. Everybody else, come on. Yeah, Blair comes running out and she goes, I'm back, bitches. And she's like, look who else is here. It's like, girl. No, Blair. <laughs> You're part of that group. You're not separate from them. They didn't all just show up because of you, you know? You didn't go get them and bring them back. Yeah, just because you were top four doesn't mean that you, like, did something. Did that, you know? Um... Yeah. So then all the rest of the girls pop out. We have a little reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all like, what's happening? What's going on? And Angina's like, let me tell you. And everyone's like, oh. she's like, I have no idea. Well, but why on, Why would they believe that Angina was the one that <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she's the oldest. Okay. Isn't Alexis older? Older season. Oh. She's the first. She is the first season. Um, yeah, so then RuPaul comes into the queer crew. So I have this thing that I wanted to oh. talk about first, too. Okay. So I watched this video that was like, all of the drag queens that got on RuPaul's Drag Race on their first try and won. And the first one was BB Sahara Bene. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, obviously, there was nothing there before. Was nothing before. <laughs> <laughs> she she obviously makes the list. So basically, like, anyone who only tried out once and, and then, then won. Made it, yeah. So Sharon Needles. Yes. Sharon Needles only tried out once. And season. Tyra and, um... Raja? 
Yep. She okay. And then I stopped watching. <laughs> and I then I like, lost complete interest. This does. I mean, obviously, these girls. I mean, the only person that started early and never made it on was Alaska. Mayhem. Well, she didn't win. Yes. Mayhem has been trying, and Nina West. They've both been trying out since like the first season. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they've been trying out since like roll early. That's why Mayhem was like, the, everyone was like, Mayhem's going to do so well on season 10 because she's been trying out so long and she's well known across the country and she's been trying to get her name out there and everyone loves her. And now we see what she's done twice. Yeah. Well, I remember from like season five forward, it was like rumored to be on next year's season, mm-hmm. Mayhem Miller. Yeah. And then she didn't make it till season 10. Yeah. And then we saw what she did and now we know why. Yeah. So. Because she's just. She's there. She's good. <laughs> hey, here. Uh, she's better than you. Yeah, that is true. That is a fair statement. I will accept that. I mm-hmm. am just here to talk about, just yell my opinions into the void uh, and hope that someone listens and cares enough to listen to him. You know? You know? Oh, they'll listen. I don't know that they'll care. <laughs> but um, okay. then RuPaul comes in uh-huh. and we actually figure out why the other girls are there. To be backup dancers. Yep, that's the only reason. Yep. But no phone call. We got no explanation for the phone call. Nope. So there's going to be a singing dancing challenge to RuPaul's new song, Clap Clap Back. Back. Um, She's like, don't fuck it up. And then Juju's like, please fuck it up, Cracker. And then (laughs) she's like, no, you fuck it up. And then Shay's like, no, you fuck it up. But then they cut it off like as she's saying it. Um, But also they have to do choreo with Todrick Hall, which I'm pretty certain he was canceled like... Two years ago, uh, if yeah. I remember correctly. Whenever Nails, Hair, Hips, Heels came out. That was like two years ago, right? Two? Three. Two. It was all over Twitter. And so if you don't know, a little, we'll give you a little bit of tea, inside tea. Um, basically, one of his ex-dancers went on to uh, Twitter and was like, okay, I've had enough. Uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about this, and we're going to tell you that Todrick doesn't pay anyone. Uh, so apparently he was always just like, oh, yeah, I'll pay you. Like, we're waiting until this video gets put mm-hmm. out. And, like, we're waiting until this. And then the video got millions of views. And, like, you know, got he got his payout. And then he just, like, stopped answering his phone calls or started being, like, really angry and abusive about it. And, like, okay, not abusive. Just very angry and belligerent. That's the word I was looking for. Um, about them asking for their money uh, when they hadn't been paid for being in the video. For dancing. Or for yeah. dancing in the video. Or dancing for any Showcasing of, their artistic yeah, talent. Yeah. So basically, they got no money for just being a part of his stuff. And even dancers uh, came out and said that when he did his tours as well, that and then his Netflix uh, little thing as well, they hadn't gotten paid either. So it's like you really are not paying anyone. You're just taking all that money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and you're friends with Taylor Swift, and you did her whole video. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're getting money somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I will listen to Nails, Hair, Hips, Heels on repeat. But I won't like it. But I won't like it. <laughs> but I'll be angry. I'll listen to it and I'll sing along and probably dance to it, but I won't fucking like it. I will go get my heels <laughs> and I will enjoy it. I will strut around this house like and make the neighbor underneath us hate everyone, but that's okay. <laughs> but I won't like it. <laughs> but I'm going to be angry while I do it. Yeah, so that's a little bit of tea. Anyways, moving on. Um, so, yeah, then we just sit down on the couch and have a little heart-to-heart for the uh, girls. And Derek's like, I'm going to sit on this couch because I'm the one who never got to sit on it. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, she's a good sport. <laughs> she is. She's she's making fun of herself. You know, that's what we do on this podcast. We make fun of ourselves and each other and ourselves mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can't laugh at yourself, who the hell can you laugh at? If you can't laugh at yourself, can I get an amen? Those are just angry people. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey man, yeah, I shouldn't be able to laugh at myself. I'm not that bad. I'm so sad. Um, so then Mayhem immediately starts off. She's like, let's get this drama kicked out. Mm-hmm. India, Derek, you're cool. Yeah. And Derek's like, we're almost cool, but I want an apology. <laughs> Which was so forced and so fake. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. And Derek's like, I appreciate it. Like, yeah. You guys know, you know that immediately after you guys both go back to Vegas, you're going to go back and be like, like, nobody's going to hear about this again. I exactly. fucking ate your guts, you stupid bitch. Exactly. We're coming gonna, on here in an eggplant jumpsuit. You look fucking terrible. Going to go do our um, uh, uh, pig in a wig number again. Ooh, pig in a wig. Damn. Damn. Um, so, yeah. Then... Derek is upset that Angina eliminated herself, mm-hmm. which we already talked about on our podcast. You don't eliminate yourself from this fucking competition. Um, she explains her reasoning a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then she turns it over to Mariah. Yeah. Well, Mariah's like, I don't agree with that. And I still yeah. don't don't like it. She's like, I don't, I'm not as mad about it as I am at you, bitch, <laughs> yeah. to, to mayhem. mayhem. Um I don't feel like they're angry enough. I want them to be angry. I know. This this drama was not as much as... Like, remember season three whenever they all came back and they were like, well, you said this and I'm mad about it. Like, they were like... They were mad. Mm-hmm. And like, these ones are just like, oh, well, you eliminated yourself and like, wow, that sucks, oh, huh. you know? I wanted Valentina versus Pheromone moment here with Yeah. The, you, you don't, don't love, love me. me. Like, That's I called... I try for. to call you. I do call you. I do text you. And, like, um... The only thing that's fake about me is this. Fake leg. <laughs> Silly Alaska. Was that her third leg? Does she have another leg? She's only got the one now. Just one. Just hobbles around. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Can you imagine doing drag in heels and just one leg? I don't think you can. Why not? Your death drops would be great. <laughs> just. Because <laughs> then you don't even have to bend your leg back. You can just. Tip backwards and pray. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> so fucking terrible. Uh, that reminds me of the story that Katya tells on uh, where she's like talking about this drag queen. She was doing this sexy number. She's just being so sexy, and then she bunts up against the wall with arms out, and she slides down the wall. But there was a nail in the wall, and it caught her wig, and the wig just flew right oh, off. Oh god! I was worried like much oh, lower no, down, yeah. and like just scraped her back, and like cut off her dress or something like that. Like. Ooh, that wouldn't have been good. Uh, yeah, uh, Mayhem was not happy. Or uh, Mayhem. Mariah was not happy because she was like, bitch, I could have stayed. Girl, you just met this hoe and you, you, you voted to keep India. And yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. Yeah, uh, no, I was not here for it. And no. then we go to the largest tea of the, the season. The realest tea. Yeah. Uh, Alexa's like, okay, well, now we're going to get to the biggest thing in the season after we've already talked about this. Let's talk about this campaigning shit so she's like did we talk about this or no to mayhem and mayhem's like bitch why are you bringing me into this we didn't talk about this i don't know anything about this so we find out the truth and then sorry go ahead well you know in the moment and ever since it happened i was like no alexis is shady yeah. She knew she's she said she didn't have the numbers. Girl, you had the numbers. Yeah. Which she still did have the numbers, but the, when we actually figure out what was said, yeah. There was There's no, no Yeah, exactly. Because if she had just gotten like as we talked about, if she had just had Mariah and India on her side, they would have been able to send Shay home. Like 
Mm -hmm. Simple as that. You look at that math and it's just bam, bam, bam. You got four numbers. Uh, that's how much the Yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> that's why I always thought, yes, it's true. Yes, it's true. But then we find out what was actually said when India was like, yeah, the I heard you guys on the side of the stage. Well, no, they asked her. Alexis asked her, who did you vote for? Yeah. She didn't. And that was after the fact, apparently. Yeah. Who did you vote for? That's not conspiring that's not against campaigning, them. That's asking yeah. who you voted exactly. for. Exactly. Which is also, I mean, it's a little shady because why do you need to know you're gonna mm -hmm. figure out anyway yeah um but it's not campaigning no it's not it would, she did not go from girl to girl or to any other girls and be like who did you vote for kind of thing uh it was just like or it, she just asked who you voted for it wasn't like you'd need to vote for shay to vote her off yeah um yeah um and then we get the uh biggest shock mm -hmm. when they're like i was mayhem tells uh everyone you know, I wasn't going to vote for Mariah because she um, was my teammate and you and I had an alliance. Yeah. Or you and I had a deal. Yeah. And Which... so everybody's like, oh, my God. And Blair inserts herself again. Yeah. She's like, hold on. Is there an alliance? Yeah. Blair, shut up. Yeah. Calm down, girl. This is not the Blair St. Clair show and nobody really cares about you. Which Alexis had even said from the get-go from the first episode, she was like, uh, who is this girl? She came in here with a hot hair on her head, thinking that she was somebody, and then she just goes, "She will crack under pressure." Which, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. so yeah, and then they they're like they find out the alliance, and then everybody's just like, Get "Okay, asked. yeah." <laughs> but also, I love whenever Derek Barry was like, "I just like to sit here and relic in it." <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Did I just say relic?" Is it, I did. Is, is it, it relish? relish? It's relish. And then the producer's like, mm. Derek's so fucking so stupid. stupid. <laughs> She's good TV. She is. I love Derek. Just, I just want to sit here and relic in it. <laughs> like dead face. And then the producer's like, <laughs> Excuse me? I'm sure the producer made a face and she was like, oh, it's relish. I'm going to be the black horse of the competition. <laughs> and then Jocelyn mean, Fox. dark horse? <laughs> and the, the look that what? she gets with her eyes. <laughs> What her eyebrows that go in yes. and then her eyes point Going out to the side. She's like, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> she looks like, like she looked like a little chihuahua that like you hold out like one of the like a little T R E A T. Did I spell that right? Yes. <laughs> Trat. T yes. And he, he just like <laughs> Oh, it is dark it. horse, isn't it? <laughs> I've always said black horse. <laughs> Dark I want. Black I would have rather had Derek do a Nikki Doll moment and just be like, "Bitch, you know what I'm trying to yeah. say? <laughs> just get over it." But see, Nikki Doll's moment is a little bit better because, because she's she trying to doesn't... translate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Barry just is stupid. Is Derek Barry? She's a real blonde. Um. Anyways, Shay is like, uh, "I'm sorry that I didn't believe you. Um, but you didn't do anything wrong, and just for all of you to know, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. So." Also, Jujubee makes a very good point uh, by saying, like, I'm glad we kind of, like, talked about this because in here it's different than out there in the fucking real world because if anyone tries to come for any of y'all out in the real world, I'll fucking cut a bitch. But in here, we cut each other's, <laughs> you know? So that, I mean, it's very true. Mm -hmm. In in the competition, you guys can be all, like, pissy-pissy about it, but, like, outside in the real world, you're sisters. You got to take care of each other, you know? So, yeah, there's that. Except Derek. Derek's like, I don't, I'm not doing that for I any of you Derek, bitches. Yeah, I don't even know you Except Juju. <laughs> Except for Juju. She's the only bitch I like. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so then we just head to the main stage. Yeah, we start doing choreo right off the bat. Yeah, we're going to learn a dance routine from Todrick Hall. Mm -hmm. uh, we assess the dancing. Juju, are you a dancer? Not so much. <laughs> Cracker, flopping around on the wrong beat. Mm. Shay is into whacking. Yeah. And so is Todrick. Uh, I also love whenever GGB basically says, like, oh, she's got a lot of heart, uh, which is typically what people say when something sucks. <laughs> Bless her heart. Yeah. Uh, well, she's just got a lot of heart. She's uh, really trying. <laughs> that means that she's terrible. Uh, yeah. Um, where was I? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, practicing together. Juju and Cracker are struggling a little bit. Uh, I just lo also love it whenever Juju goes... Uh, what are the feet doing? And then Todrick's like, at what just part? Dies. She goes, all of it. And she just like, Todrick just dies on the, the runway. Like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> I love it. That was funny. I cackled. Do you cackled. know my favorite part though? What? Blair's dumbass in the background oh doing God. everybody's yes. moves. Everyone. Even when they were doing their one on, like their single person moves, she was out there like, I'm doing it like <laughs> I feel like the the phone call was RuPaul talking to Blair and Blair was just like I want to be back on the show I'll you want to be back yeah. on the show and then she was like I'm gonna learn everyone's moves in case I need to step in at a moment's I'll notice do it, I'll do it bitch and yeah. I mean I'm not mad at her for that if, mm. if she had to she could have but I have to say that Blair doing that was totally me like back in high school in like theater I would totally learn like everyone else's lines even though like I had my own part in the thing it's like oh well, I know everyone's lines and like I would totally be that person like oh your line like I like you dumb bitch. <laughs> um, what I really think we need here is for you to have a little bit more emotion. I wouldn't do that. That was the director's job. The director would do it, and then after finish, you I'd would go like, off on stage hey, and be like, yeah, "Hey, do, so I really like that you more. did, but maybe if you like did this instead." <laughs> Bossy bitch. You say that like uh, it wasn't a true fact. Oh, I know it was. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh. Um, and that's really all I have about the dancing. Mm -hmm. Oh, Shay was given the hardest routine and Todrick even said it, um, which, and then Miss Cracker was like, yes, give her the hard routine. I'm like, okay, but that's not necessarily a good thing because if she, if she fucks up, that's good for you. If she doesn't fuck up, that's bad for you. Yeah. So you all want to have hard routine, hard routines so that if you fuck it up, then it's bad. But if you do it good, then it's good. So I don't know. Cause you can always ask for a harder routine. Well, you and I had the discussion and I don't think that you can necessarily ask for a harder routine. I think maybe you could say make it a little bit harder, but I don't think Todrick is going to rework everything. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't think he's going to rework everything, but I'm sure he can give you like little extra dance moves somewhere in there at some point. I mean, look at Katya. He would ask her like, is this good enough? And she'd be like, oh yeah, let's go lower or like do this different. Cause Katya was very vocal about that. Cause she was like, oh, I can do that. I can go lower or I can do this too. And so then that's why they led to her just being all over the place with her legs and stuff like that because she was able to do that. I don't know. I'm just saying. Not a lot of opinions for a, a bitch. For, for someone who cannot dance at all? Yeah. Yeah. Wacky waving inflatable arm too, bitch. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you, you saw the shoulder action earlier. Hey. Wow. Looks like my dad at a bat mitzvah. <laughs> Have you been to I've a never bat been mitzvah? to a bat mitzvah. <laughs> with your dad? I don't think he's ever been to one either. Okay, so then why would you know what he looks like at a bat mitzvah? Because nobody else knows how to dance. Okay, fair enough. Anyways. Um, then we go on to the podcast? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, the podcast seems very forced. Mm -hmm. um, Juju's entire section is an advertisement. Oh, yeah. For the suit, um, Sunday Riley Good Jeans, which is an actual good product. I would recommend that. Oh, well. uh, Tic Tacs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, Juju I think they asked her, like, what would you like for, like, future drag? And she's like, 
I dream about drag being in all different facets, which I feel like it's getting there right now. I feel like it already is there. Yeah. It just is not as, it's just not like, it's on the ramp upward. Yeah. And then I also loved whenever she talked about, she was like in rural somewhere. In and, a big box and, store. Uh, yeah. A big guy came up to her and she goes, and he goes, are you Jujubi? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "I want want you to come talk to my girlfriend." Like, that's awesome. Like, because you think, because of course, girlfriends are making straight guys wife watch. and child. What did she say? Wife and child. Okay, yes. I, it doesn't matter. Um, okay, I guess it doesn't matter. But I mean, that's awesome that like straight people are having to straight guys are having to watch this show with their girlfriends and are recognizing queens out of drag enough to be like, "Can you come talk to my wife and child?" Hey, I mean, it's a very interesting show. And yes, I think but that, it's not necessarily interesting. I know, no, like, no. I, yes, I know. But I mean, there's some <clears throat> straight gentlemen out there that I think would find this entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like Aaron. <laughs> a straight man that finds this entertaining. <laughs> a straight man. Yeah. He quotes Drag Race a lot. Then we go to Charlie Cracker. <laughs> Cracker's up next. Um, and it's just really, really short. Yeah. There was nothing here. She was just like, I like drag being political. And she's like, drag's funny. RuPaul's like, yes, it is. All right, goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Which I feel like, I I try to think like back in the past, what do they do? Normally they have like a rotating, like we get to see one in the studio, one on the podcast and one doing choreo or one in the back room or whatever they're doing. Like, and then they all just rotate throughout. And I feel like that didn't happen this time. Yeah, me too. But the dance number, I feel like was a lot more involved with everyone Mm -hmm. rather than it just being like this is your individual part yeah like they did have their most individual parts but they also danced a lot together Together. as well yeah more than normal i think yeah um and then shay has a lot to say excuse me yes um she got the most airtime i think i think so too yeah uh because she was really talking like about her like personally her personal life uh she talked about like shanae her inner saboteur um and having overcome her, the voice in her head, essentially. Mm-hmm. I haven't checked because I don't really care for RuPaul's podcast that much, but I imagine these episodes are premiering now. Mm-hmm. So I maybe go. Maybe I'll, go maybe I'll dabble and see what happens. Um, and then, what is it? Then the we event? just go get ready for the. Oh yeah, the event. <clears throat> they walk into the workroom for the last time for crowning day, mm-hmm. and Juju is like, "There's a thirty-three percent chance of one of us winning." And they're like, who wants it the most? And they're like, me, me. I do. That was so cheesy. I wanted somebody to be like, you do. <laughs> Juju B, you, you Juju, do. Juju, you want it the most. <laughs> what about Juju B? Um, I don't really have much except the part where she's on China's like, Derek and me just wanted to let you know we love you so much. <laughs> and Juju's like, first of all, it's Derek and I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked whenever Derek was like, uh, Derek tells Blair, uh, come paint next to me. And Juju B uh, says, girl, that was one time. <laughs> <laughs> so Juju shady. cannot turn her shit off. No, not at all. Uh, but then I also loved the fact that Alexis got ready next to Shay. Yeah, I don't understand. Got next, to, next to Cracker. I don't understand the tender moments there that they're supposed to be having. No, because Mayhem and Cracker, Mayhem hated Cracker this entire season. Yeah. That's literally all the drama that Mayhem was spitting was just not, I hate Cracker. not liking Cracker. Um, and then uh, Alexis and Shay had, were at each other's throats for three episodes. So And they got paired together, and it was awkward. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That was weird. I didn't really care for that. I just yeah. went to the next I also part. loved whenever Blair said, well, I didn't ever think that Cracker was like a threat. 
What, cool. how, how? Miss Cracker was top five of, of your because season. Because Blair came on the show and she was like, I won. I'm, I'm the one in charge. <laughs> I won, everyone. Yeah. Go home. Uh, how could you look at that and not think that she was a, a threat? I mean, Miss Cracker, since Drag Race, has been online and all the things for two years now. So mm-hmm. you can't just say that she's not a threat in this competition. What have you done, Blair? Yeah. I mean, she sang a song. That got on the Billboard charts. Yeah, there was that one good song, but that's it. <laughs> there was that one good song. Yeah. Um, um, and then we sign off with Mal- Walter Mar- Mercado. Mercado. Uh, he comes back to give us his predictions, too. Says, <laughs> I believe, I predict that there will be one girl who is a winner and then 12 salty bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Love that. That was good. Um, so we're in the finale now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't write too much because I didn't really care for the finale that much. I actually kind of liked it. I don't like the song at all. I think this is one Ooh, of the worst like songs the for song. All Stars. Oh, mm-hmm. worse than Super Queen, or better than Super Queen. No. I hated All Stars 4. I thought Super Queen was better than Clap Back. God, no. I liked, I definitely like Reggie Rochu. That's I think, the best one. Uh, I think Clap Back is probably better than Kitty Girl, in my opinion. Oh, no, I love Kitty Girl. I did not like Kitty I Girl. I love, top is uh, Reggie Rochu, and then I would say Kitty Girl. And, and then you think Super Queen? Yeah, and, and then, then Clap, Clap Back? Back? No, mm-hmm. I think that Super Queen was terrible. Because I couldn't hear any of their lyrics on Super Queen at all. I didn't know. I the, can't hear anybody's lyrics on this one I either. heard them on this one. I heard some of them, but I didn't hear, oh, I heard nothing from Shay. Okay. I didn't Did hear any verses, to really. No. Yes, I listened to it twice. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, I thought her verse was very forgettable. Her dancing was... Th- her dancing? <laughs> her <laughs> dancing. It, it was um, it. I do have to say that uh, the glimpses of Mariah that I got, she looked stunning, of course. Always. you know I just stand Mariah. Uh, but, so Jujubee's part, I thought that she uh, looked like she was super in her head the entire time. Yes. Like, looking at Jujubee, I saw that she was just, like, not giving, like, 110% effort for, like, the finale. Mm-hmm. And that she was just focused on, like, what her next move was. So she didn't give me any Jujuisms at all. And she also just, like, stone-faced. <laughs> like, pissed off. Yeah. So she was, looked like, beautiful, though. She looked beautiful, but she looked like she was role-focused and was not enjoying it entirely. Her, her verse was decent. Mm-hmm. Um, the dancing, super easy, but she mm-hmm. looked horrified the mm-hmm. entire time. I really just love the hair and makeup on her. That's all I have. Yeah. Um, Cracker, I thought, had the most fun mm-hmm. on the track. I thought she had the best lyrics. And uh, she also got to do comedy, which was Cracker. That's what I liked. By yeah. giving us a callback to season six mini mm-hmm. challenge. That well, that was fun. Yeah. I, the And she had a, a costume reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was probably my favorite out of the number. Shay was my favorite. Because I like Shay's lyrics. Um, I also loved the the complicatedness that Shay got. Yeah, she had a very hard dance, and routine. she she hit it. She got those moves, and then going from being picked up in the air, going from that to getting on someone's head, and then doing a fucking somersault onto another person's head—that's some Katya shit. <laughs> yes, but I thought it was a little bit more one note than Cracker. Mm. Cracker, I thought, gave us more versatility in between it all. No, I thought Shay was better. No. Um, so then we head to the main stage. Yes. Uh, and I went through all the queens. I did too. Yay. Yeah. So first up on the stage, Derek Barry. Oh my God. Um, I think that she looks so beautiful. So gorgeous in that beautiful sparkling rippled gown. Mm -hmm. The Uh, gathers on the skirt. mm -hmm. So clean. Yes. It's something Um, we've never seen from her. mm -mm. Uh, she's wearing white hair and a crown. 
Girl. I thought the bodice fitted her very mm. well. Hair and makeup's very clean, mm-hmm. and it, so, it shows that she didn't always do Britney. Exactly. She doesn't look like Britney. Mm-hmm. I, I gave it a spoop. It's a spoop for me, too. Oh, I thought it was gorgeous. And <clears throat> I honestly think she should have won because of that, but oh obviously God. she didn't. So Get we'll over to, it. <laughs> we'll move on to Angina. Angina. Um, I think it's very classically Angina. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a remake, of course, of a dress that she made on her season for the finale. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's very well tailored. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not crazy about the high-low dress. I don't like the dresses that are only like kind of open the front because every single time I see them, they always look like little diapers to me. They don't look cute because then you have like this long, they look unfinished and look like diapers. Yeah. So I mean, I just don't like the high low. I mm-hmm. get it that it's easy to walk in and you have like a big train mm-hmm. on a skirt, on a mini skirt. Yeah. But I just, I don't like it. The poofiness of it makes it a little bit more fashionable. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's great. The makeup and the bald head, of course, are a signature of hers. And I think that she really likes what she's wearing mm-hmm. and it shows on her face while she's yeah. walking. But I'm, it just doesn't say eleganza to me. I thought she looked gorgeous. I loved the callback to the season one dress. Uh, and then I loved her also wearing the original headpiece that she wore as well. Uh, it was classic Angina. I thought she looked really pretty. Um, it's just, I don't like the cut of the dress, but she still looked gorgeous to me. I still spooped it. Oh, I gave it a poop. <gasps> Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the next up, we have Mariah Balenciaga. Mariah Paris Balenciaga. Uh, Sorry. Um, so beautiful. She oh looks God. like after a long night of hooking, mm-hmm. the trade didn't like the session, so he had gutted her and set her on fire. But, you know, she didn't die. She had crystallized. And turned into <laughs> and a turned fucking into beautiful blue. mermaid. Yes. That that dress was everything, especially like where the, the silver petals on the blue dress were and then going down into her train Oh my god. So elegant. She looks so elegant. Um the makeup? Bitch. Yeah. Do you remember that book about the magic fish? Yeah, the rainbow fish. Rainbow fish. Yeah. yeah she was full rainbow yeah, fish. Yeah. She looked like a full rainbow fish because mm-hmm. the eyes were like the, the color pop there. Purple, pink, silver. Mm-hmm. Loved mm-hmm. it. It was a it was a, a bitch, it's a spoop. It's a spoop too. Uh next on the runway is Mayhem Miller. Serving pants? Girl, no. <laughs> no. This is the finale, and yeah. this is what you brought. And this was supposed to be, like, what they brought to wear on the finale. Yeah. Like, that was the idea. And you look pre, pre-breast pre reduction Michelle going to a charity, like a quick charity mm-hmm. thing. Like, she's like, I'm going to get in here real quick, then i got to go pick up my daughters from soccer practice. Yeah. Not enough. And pants... This is the last time you're on stage, girl. And you're wearing pants. Mama choices. Yeah. I thought, I do have to say, I really like the color. Like The it color was a, is good. It was a really pretty color on her. Um, and then I like the gold accents. Her makeup is but always beautiful. Is, yeah. But this is not, no, it's not. <laughs> but this well, is not. I mean, she always paints her eyes and her <laughs> eyes are obviously her best feature. Yeah. Um, I, I just I couldn't get over the fact that she chose to wear pants. Chose to wear pants as her final, like, this is my eleganza. She heard eleganza, and she was like, yep, pants. pants there you go. Uh, <laughs> so what is this? I don't know. I give it a poop. I give it a poop, too. Um, next up is India Farah. I'd like to hear your thoughts on this one. I hate this. You hate it? I hate oh, it. my God. I hate it. I hate it. The category is elegant, elegant, and you brought slutty? Oh, my God. I actually really loved it. <laughs> She's just like ice Kim Kardashian. The taste level of, on it is, like, lacking. Mm-hmm. And I just really don't like it. And the boobs, it's so tacky. The the boobs? Yeah. Because oh, she's like, oh, look at my, look at my tits. Yeah. I actually really liked it. I thought that the placement of like all the little like uh, feathers slash scales that she was going for uh, really worked on it. I liked the nude illusion that it brought. The only thing I didn't really like was the hair that it was slick 
it was it was not big enough for me for like after especially after seeing her runways previously like girl you've done big hair why didn't you do big hair for this as well well it's it's a homage to kim kardashian yeah she wore a dress that's almost identical to this i mean i understood where it was coming from black and and beige yeah so and a kim kardashian signature haircut is just slick back yeah so i understand why she did it i just really don't like it i don't think it's very fashionable well i liked it it's a poop (laughs) i gave it a spoop well you're trash (laughs) Uh, Alexis. Now this <laughs> mama is garbage. Elegance. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Elegance. Yes. The pattern should not work, Mm-mm. but it so effortlessly effortlessly does. The horizontal stripes with the intricate beading on the side, so gorgeous. I love the silhouette. Mm-hmm. I love the way the garment moves. My only question. Green eyeshadow? Yeah, I don't know why she chose green. Um, <laughs> it did not work for any of the rest. Like, you should have gone with a blue or something like that to match the rest of your dress. Or just done silvers or something yeah. neutral. I yeah. don't understand. The green must mean something to her. I guess so. Because, I, I mean, she wore green for the challenge she went home, maybe. Which challenge did she go home for? The backyard barbecue when she came in and she was like, I'm RuPaul's. X made. Did she wear green for that? Yeah, it was like a neon green little dress. Yeah, I don't remember the green. I remember the green for the uh, the uh, uh, three and one that she did, and that the judges didn't like when she did the oh yeah that too. circus thing. So maybe she, green is just one of her favorite colors to paint with. Could be. And she was like, "This is my last time to walk the stage. So I'm gonna put green on. I'll fucking you know what, Michelle? Fuck you. You, you can't send me bitch. home anyways." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I well, I loved it. I thought that, uh, especially like on the because we had two different like patterns essentially going on and one side it was like all slicked and just like one full like side of things and then on the other side we had like that big poofy side as well uh and then like uh this like silver flowiness on the right or whichever side i don't know the the one side um it just really worked for me i thought she looked absolutely gorgeous um and it was exactly what I expected of Alexis for a eleganza um all-stars eleganza kind of thing uh, i gave it a spoof as well um, next up to the stage is Blair St. Clair, and oh my god, she looked really pretty. She was glorious. She comes out with a silver bejeweled princess, and then like the pretty pink skirt. The It looked a little busy in certain areas, but other than that, like her cr- hair crown, her crown made of hair uh, was just fucking gorgeous. Um, I thought she looked really pretty yeah that's now this when she wears this i can see when she was telling everybody she's like everybody is always like what's blair gonna wear next yeah this is high fashion yeah this looks gorgeous on you there's no delusion in this yeah the jewels are everywhere but it's not too much which i think is very hard to do it is yeah uh the makeup stunning mm-hmm. and then of course we the chef's kiss is yeah. the hair braid fantasy crown on the yep. head living spoop spooped as well uh well then we get to our top three uh, Juju B comes out, comes out looking like a fucking golden goddess. Mm-hmm. She is stunning, 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 mm-hmm. stunning, stunning. Uh, this rivals Shay's bodysuit, in my opinion, yeah. for the Love Your Skin Challenge. Uh, just again, like Blair, the jewels everywhere, but it's tasteful. Mm-hmm. Um, the jewels, I think, are really the only thing she has on except a sash and a crown, yeah. which just makes it more like elevated. Just yeah. like, I'm so elegant by myself, I don't really need anything. Yeah. Well, so she's going for, like, the Indian-looking style of Buddha, which I've always looked at and questioned the same thing. Is it a man or a woman? And it didn't matter to her. She mm. always looked at it when she – because we find out later when she talks to the judges that that's what she was going for. Yeah. And I thought that showing a part of her heritage um, and 
just the elegance of this entire thing. The headpiece, the nails. I mean, mm-hmm. she went in with the details on this, and she looked fucking stunning. It gives me a lot of, like, the tie drag mm-hmm. um, with the gold and the spikes and the chains and the huge nails, and then they're just, like, tipped up. Yeah. Um, the taste level is just so elevated. Mm-hmm. It's simple, it's clean, but it's a lot, and it's gorgeous. I just, I love it. It's yep. a spoop. I give it a spoop as well. Uh, next up at the stage. Ms. Grago. She comes out with a pearl pink Jewish queen fantasy. Mm-hmm. She had a beautiful headpiece that's just dripping in pearls everywhere. Uh, the pink dress just looked absolutely stunning on mm-hmm. her. Uh, it fit her perfectly. I don't have anything else to say besides she looked gorgeous. I think it's beautiful. I think it's regal. It's very classic. Mm-hmm. This is how I think Marie Antoinette wanted to look. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the headpiece and the like the pearl curtain mm-hmm. on the sides. It gives me like elegant Padme from Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, and the color pat is so distinctly cracker. Yeah. She loves what she's wearing and you can tell it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, she's proud of it. She's yeah. very proud of what and she's And it looks given. amazing on yeah. her. It's mm-hmm. a spoop. It's great. You gave her a spoop as well. Next up to the stage is Shea Coulee. Shea Coulee. She's so gorgeous. She looks so pretty. The shape of this dress was just, it, I couldn't take my eyes off. A little baby doll dress? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it just like kept on like going for miles. And it was just like so poofy wide at just like just the right areas that it didn't look like it was eating her, but instead was just like. I had the same critique. It, fe- it was perfectly. I thought she was a cute little 50s baby doll. Uh-huh. Um, the beehive looked so great on her. She should be swimming in that dress, but she's not. But she's not. not. Instead, it just kind of make her look like she's floating across the stage. Yep. A bitch does not need legs. She's a dainty little fairy just going across those legs. The legs. Going across that stage. Mm-hmm. The, the sleeves give a little bit of separation. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the pink juxtaposition with her beautiful skin. Yes. So good. So, so You can't good. do that that well. Yeah. And then she, she shouldn't be able to do that that the well. The big bow on the top of the beehive and then and the, the big, big bow, bow on, on the back. back. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's so simple. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's elegant and simple, which yeah. is very hard to do. It is. Because, I mean, at first, whenever I, like, first saw it, I would say I looked at it and was like, that's what you chose for the the finale? Because oh, there's no, not much yeah. going on. And then as it went on, it. well, the first time, like, when I first, like, saw her come around, I'm like, oh, that's it. Because, like, we just saw Juju and Cracker come out that are just, like, sparkling and beaded and there was everything going on. And at first, I was like, there's just simplicity. Mm-hmm. And then I kept on watching. I was like, oh, yeah. this is so much more than just being sim- simple. It's Well, it's I think it's the so same idea as... Um... Who did I think did that? Shangela. No. <laughs> Shangela had a dress that was yes, the yes, same yes. Shape. I'm trying to think of something else that I was <laughs> that I wrote. Um, it's it's like Mariah. Oh yeah. To where it's just like I don't need I don't need I don't this need jewelry, all yeah. this yeah. because I'm the star. Yeah. Here. Look I'm at, the elegant. look at my face and look at this dress the way it fits on my body. So yeah, that's all you need to know. Yeah. It's a spoop. It was a spoop for me as well. So what are your final thoughts and who's your winner? I um, wrote a little excerpt about all the girls. Uh, I, oh, okay. So well then I'll go ad lib here. Um, I was super. Start with Juju and then, then Super blessed to, to get to see Juju B. Uh, because like I've only known Juju B from like her appearances on Drag Race whenever she stops by for um, Snatch Games or, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, and she's always just a hoot to be around. And I see her on online all the time and her online presence. So I have never seen 
season two, and I've never seen um, much. I haven't seen All Stars one either, so I don't know Jujubee from like the actual seasons and whatnot. So getting to see her come back and like be there and just fucking slay. She just like slayed and then getting to know her even more through this competition and hearing about her struggles and like where she's come from and how far she's come in drag like she has helped drag race create what she what they what what it is now without ever winning yep. so like i mean it's one of those those things i saw on twitter that someone was like give jujubee a lifetime achievement <laughs> for drag race like her and, like latrice idea. royale like give these even though they weren't winners give them something because mm-hmm. they just because they haven't one doesn't mean they haven't done anything Succeeded for drag or progressed the storyline exactly. of drag race. She's one of those queens that has has pushed drag race forward more than some of the winners have. I mean, mm-hmm. Tyra, Tyra Sanchez, Sanchez. Uh, Violet Chachki, Aquaria. I mean, what what the fuck have those winners done for drag? I know that Aquaria is still rather new, but like, what have they done for drag that that Juju B or Latrice or Raven, Raven or... haven't done? Mm-hmm. You know, so like these are queens that just because they didn't win they deserve to be they they are winners in our book kind of thing yeah um is she your winner no yeah so i think juju's a star mm-hmm. she brings camp she brings beauty she's accessible uh she's very down to earth in any situation that she's mm-hmm. in um i think she's already an all-star yes correct. i think that besides shangela she's appeared in the most seasons of drag race she has um as i mean as cameos obviously mm-hmm. not as a, a contestant three times a contestant multiple multiple cameos yes um she's heavily woven into the fabric of the show and drag um and i don't think that she necessarily needs the crown yeah i I would love for her to have it i would love for them all to have it but i don't think that she's the winner this time she's she's kind of always a bridesmaid never a bride yes but she is the bride's what is the, the head one bridesmaid no uh, maid of honor. Maid of honor. She's always yes. the maid of honor. Yeah. Uh, so, what were some moments that you look back and say, "Okay, this is potentially why Juju B doesn't deserve to win"? If I get to dabble in the 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 criticisms here a little bit, because I can I can point out a couple. So there's the fashion choices. Mm-hmm. They're all quite easy. Yeah. To, to when we got here towards the end, she really kicked it up. Yeah. And I think that she had figured, you know, start off easy. Then when I do big in the end, it'll be huge. Yeah. But it just didn't go quite far enough. Yeah. I think she should have started stronger and built to these looks because these looks are still very elegant and they still stand up to the other queens. But those beginning ones were, I mean, in her comedy challenge where she was in season or uh, episode with the four, top four, she wore a tube dress. Yeah. Uh, Okay, girl. Is that all you're going to wear on stage? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you put me on the spot, but I, and that's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, I'm sorry I put you on the spot, but <laughs> I, I wanted to know because I was thinking as I was talking, because, you know, my mind goes a million miles a minute. And I was like, well, then why, what were the reasons why I don't think she should win? And then I had, like, you go in my own mind and think, okay, what were some of the reasons? And, like, for me, there were a couple of points where I was like, um, like, the, the number one thing that comes to my mind is whenever she won – and then did the lip sync against Monet Exchange, and it was it just wasn't it was enough not there for me. For it was just not there for me. I'm like, okay, 
what? Like, you just want a challenge. Do you not want to win $10,000 too? Like, it just wasn't enough for me. It, like, for her to be that winner and just, like, not show any energy beyond that. And I know that she's a lip syncer. Mm -hmm. I know that she is good at, at what she does. She's obviously good at what she does. She keeps coming back and keeps doing, going very far in that stuff. Uh, but then, like what you said about the comedy challenge, I thought about that as well when she just came out in just a very basic, like, cocktail dress, that like a going-out dress, which we always know that B is very, like, off the rack. Off the rack kind of drag. Um, and then the third thing that I thought of was whenever they did the sewing challenge and she wore that watermelon dress, I thought that was, like, so basic. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was more basic than, like, Alexis Mateo's. I actually liked Alexis Mateo's picnic dress better than I did uh, Jujubee's. So. Uh, but I'm not saying that Jujubee deserved to go home uh, yeah. over Alexis. I'm just I saying. just think that she's, she's very constant. She's yeah. very – she's – kind of one note but it's a great note yeah it's a great note it's, because like the comedy that she brings is is enough to keep her relevant because if she wasn't funny then she there yeah. would be nothing coming from her yeah i agree i'm not i'm never saying going listening to juju or uh watching her dragon saying what she's what is she gonna do next yeah it's always what is she gonna say next yeah and i think that a drag queen needs should a be, little bit more could be that. both should be both like mm -hmm. what's she gonna do and say next you know yeah. Like, I'm being out of real. What, what the fuck is she going to do next? Is she going to have another comedy show? Mm -hmm. Like, you know. I mean, if this was season eight, Juju versus Crack, or Juju versus... Uh, Bob? Bob, or Juju versus Bianca. Mm -hmm. Harsh competitor. Mm -hmm. But for All-Stars, these girls are all that and then some. Yeah, exactly. And I just don't know that she had quite enough to overcome that. Yeah. And I mean, she's against two queens. Uh, I mean, I don't necessarily think that Shay's a comedy queen per se, but... She can be when she needs. She's to funny be. when she yeah, needs to be. Exactly. So uh, when she needs to be funny, she'll be fucking funny. When she doesn't need to be funny, then she's not gonna be fucking funny. She did the um, uh, the haters roast to her. Shay Coulee was on that, and she was funny. <laughs> like so, yeah. when she needs to be funny, she's fucking funny. Yeah, I agree. Well, then moving along. <laughs> um, so Cracker, I think that Cracker is a star. Oh yes, I think she's the funniest drag queen on the season. Mm -hmm. Um, her jokes are also thoughtful and smart. They mm -hmm. aren't just shtick or something that's for, good for a quick, cheap laugh. Um, she's campy, but in a way that really requires people to think about it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that she's gorgeous. She can make elegant, high fashion in a way that is effortless and tailored. Mm -hmm. um, I think she has star power, and she she already has a, a successful, multiple successful YouTube shows. Mm -hmm. She has tutorials and then Review with a Jew. Um, but I think after the competition, she's just going to throw even more of that into overdrive. And she will she will be the next Trixie and Katia. Oh, yeah. She's the only one that kind of has that je ne sais quoi, that, that, that something um, that yeah. those queens can put out on the internet. And people are just like, this is, I'm watching this. Yeah. I don't think anybody else in this in this season or in the competition by far, except maybe Bob, have that kind of like that star power yeah that personality that people mm -hmm. are like drawn to that will keep them coming back every week yeah um i think that's where her fame will lie yeah um i think that she she's the one i don't think she's the one to spread her drag by a title she doesn't need mm -hmm. it yeah so that's kind of along the same lines as what i thought miss cracker is definitely the kind of queen that um already has so much like she's a pave your way pave your own way pave your own girl. way exactly and so like being in, in the competition mindset i think the competition mindset like really affects cracker um just to, i mean we've seen it time and time again that being in a competition can really like 
do Mess things to you. Yeah, and I mean, look at Katya. It's a, I can, I'm gonna go ahead and associate Katya and, and Cracker very closely together with, with each other because I think that they're both like riddled with anxiety and that anxiety allows, it, it prevents them from doing things that they really want to go out there and do. Um, and so like being in the competition is not good for them, but being out in the world allows them to just go out there and flourish. Mm -hmm. Cracker, while she says that she doesn't make connection with people, it's obvious that she, she, does. she loves providing entertainment to people and mm -hmm. doing that you have to still create connections so she does make connections so she obviously makes connection with people and makes people fall in love with her too she's done it two times now that she's created huge fan bases i mean after season 10 when she got eliminated there were people like you and so many others that were so frustrated that she got sent home over cameron michaels <laughs> and mm -hmm. so it was it's one of those things that like um i think that also on this season she did get into her head a little bit because I could see it. And I, I've seen, we've talked about it multiple times in the show is that the Queens have gotten to a point that they are so afraid of how they're going to be perceived by their fans on, yes. uh, well, on these shows that they act a different way. And so that's why Cracker was so, she, turtled, she was she calculated. She just like full on went back into her shell. Exactly. Like, I'm only going to do what I know people will like. Exactly. And so like, I think that, that from answering my own question from the, from Jujubee was I think that was what held her back in this part of the competition. But it's like what you said. I don't think that she needs a crown to be validated because I think she's going to be one of those queens that goes out there and creates because she's already created her own stuff. And she's she's a, a, a very intelligent queen that mm -hmm. knows how to create things, create something from nothing. That's what she's been trained to do since she was a child with her mom is to go out there and like create something regardless of create some sort of art regardless so mm -hmm. she's going to constant she's going to be a constant out there in the drag race world and and i am only excited to see what she's going to do from here yep yeah um i think the main thing for me with miss cracker is that she doesn't need a title yeah to be able to spread herself because she's out there and she can do it yeah more so than i think this title would be able to do for her yeah um, so up next is Shay. Yes. So what do you think about Shay? Um, I've always thought that she was going to be our winner. And I have always said that she deserved to be our winner. Well, not deserved. I always thought I was always rooting for her to mm -hmm. begin with because she was the queen that uh, I really always supported and really loved. Uh, she is just such an amazing person. I've met her in person and she's just so fun to be around and just a, like an actual good human being uh seeing her drag and like bringing her back from season nine i loved her on season nine i thought that she I was gonna potentially be a winner on season nine and then whenever she didn't it was like whoa okay well sasha velour i guess is a good choice too she was good um i think that specifically uh, from season nine to now <clears throat> i in my heart of hearts when i was watching season nine i always knew that sasha would be yeah. the winner um but i think that shay not winning provided her the opportunity to grow even so much more exactly and bring it all to this competition kind of forced her to grow too it was mm -hmm. like one of those things that like because i think she had it in her mind like oh wow i'm doing really good i'm just gonna like soar into winning and then she didn't win she's like oh well fuck well let's fucking get out there and and do some shit and so i i yeah think that that really just accelerated her her stardom yeah. essentially well i mean and I definitely you can tell that it affected her by not winning mm -hmm. um and of course we can't see what her we saw her base reaction at when she was sent in the back, but it was still yeah. very um, poised. Yeah. And we don't know what happened behind scenes. And maybe she cried for months, years. Yeah. But the way that she grew from it, um, I think she's gorgeous inside and out. Mm -hmm. She's kind, genuine, and thoughtful in a way that makes people want to change their thinking. Yeah. Um, she's a light that shines so bright, but she doesn't overshadow anybody mm -hmm. else in the room. 
she just lifts them up to, to be at her same and level. And we saw that with the picnic challenge that she went and she made everyone else helped everyone make their dresses because she did she wanted to say that like when we all look when one person looks good we all we'll look, look good. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean even the fact that she worked with Alexis who she didn't necessarily get along with mm. very well, but she said, you know, when we when we all look good or when one of us looks good, we all look good. Yeah. And she made it for Alexis to look good. Yep. Um and but she didn't minus herself Mm-mm. in that um she didn't ever diminish herself or alexis it was never like a i don't like you so i'm gonna put you down mm-hmm. or i'm gonna lift you up but make myself look worse so she was very smart in that aspect as well that she knew what she needed to do, to do. exactly yeah. um i think specifically you know rupaul's focus as a queen has always been about spreading joy and positivity throughout mm-hmm. the world and i think that shay can do the same but in a more accessible way because mm-hmm. now that rupaul's gotten a little bit older yeah she's not the way that she used to be and she's yeah. not very approachable shay is always approachable mm-hmm. um, and i think she also looks at like what i mean we also have to look at like what what they're going to do to elevate the art of drag and shay has been out there i mean we saw in this competition that shay has created a lot of versatility across the 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 everything but shay has always been a very like politically vocal act and drag is political always mm-hmm. we heard that with miss cracker on on the what's a tea podcast and so she's always been out there like doing the most about what she needs to do for black lives matter and for trans rights and like she's always vocal about all these things all of her drag children are too they're all out there just fucking changing chicago so um i, I mean i'm excited to see where she goes with a uh a title yeah. as well Juju, I don't think, has a very strong message. Mm-hmm. Cracker, I think her message is not as strong. Mm-hmm. Shay has a very strong yes. message that she's trying to portray to people and that mm-hmm. she wants people to know. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think that she deserves to be the next all-star. Me too. She spreads kindness. She spreads grace. She spreads beauty for everyone to witness. Nobody's excluded. Yeah. So, I mean, I really loved Cracker, and I was always rooting for Cracker the mm-hmm. whole time. But Shay is definitely very deserved to be the winner. Yeah, I agree. Um, do you have anything to add before we move to the lip sync? No. Okay. That's that's it. So the lip sync that is was a, a good formality. little ad in there to, oh, welcome, to talk about. So good job. Yes. Good job on that one. Right before we get the lip sync. Um, oh. This lip sync is a formality. Yeah, really. Um, but I ranked them from my fo- most favorite to least. I didn't rank them, but. <laughs> um, Cracker was my favorite. Okay. Juju, I thought was middle, and then Shay was my least favorite. Okay. I think I would probably agree with that from what I remember from the lip sync because I didn't write anything, so I don't have anything. Well, Shay like, just kind of did some robot stuff and moved yeah. around the stage. It wasn't really that interesting. Yeah. Cracker did some flips. She had glitter in her boobs and she shook it out. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, I wanted something to like jet out of that. I wanted fireworks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we didn't get it. And then Missed Juju was just kind of middle. She rolled around on the floor a little bit she in was the there. Juju fashion. <laughs> Uh, and I think they all look beautiful. Mm. But, of course, we come to the uh, conclusion of the Drag Race All-Star Season 5. The winner of our Drag Race is Mrs. Shea, Shea Coulee. Yes. Uh, I thought, just like what you said, is very deserved. Um, she is such a stunning queen, and she shows so much versatility in her drag. Uh, I mean, even that one time that she was in the bottom when she dressed like a caterpillar, poopa, and uh, a fucking butterfly. Yeah, well, it's a poopa, chrysalis, whatever. 
because it's the same thing. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought I still love that, even though the judges were like, "This is terrible." It's like, okay, yeah. we we just watched a full season with Crystal Meth, and y'all were like, "Wow, <laughs> wow, oh my god!" <laughs> and then maybe Shay just made it easier for Crystal Method to be yeah, that. She paved the way because after because uh, technically like, we've seen it all. <laughs> season twelve recorded after Shay, yeah. so they were like, "Well, there you go." <laughs> We already saw Shay do it, so Crystal Method just like this is a walk in the park. <laughs> no. Um, and of all the all stars that have ever been all starred, mm-hmm. um, she's probably the one that I think will do the most with it. Yeah, Chad Michaels. We never expected very much no. from her, honestly. She, is she, she was given a title. Yeah, she was just given a title because she was like, "Oh, you're already bones. Cindy, <laughs> this is bones. Cindy, this is bones, girl." For your, you'll get ten thousand dollars and a hand grade or hand carved tombstone. <laughs> the ten thousand dollars goes straight to your casket. Yeah, Alaska. No message. She's just a good queen. I think. I don't know. In that season, I don't know who I would have chosen that had like a better message. Uh, because, I mean, I thought that the top three of that one were really good, too. I would mm-hmm. have accepted Detox, Katya, or, I, I mean, we all were voting for Katya, um, or Alaska, even though Alaska had her little tantrum. If Alaska hadn't had her tantrum, I would have, she would have been a shoe in for me. I would have said, yeah, as much as I love Katya, vote um, for Alaska. I was always team Katya. No, I loved Alaska. Uh, three. Who's the winner for three? Uh, Shan- or no, Shangela. <laughs> Trixie, yeah. Trixie, I think, has done what she sought out to do mm-hmm. but it's not beneficial for everyone she was one of the another one of those queens that i thought didn't need a title as well because mm-hmm. she was it she was, was the miss cracker of that season exactly yeah she was because katya whenever she was on her season was just getting started with uh at this point in that uh had already taken off and she had already released what two albums by that point mm-hmm. so trixie was already on the up to like be a drag superstar in country and in the Media. entertainment world. Yeah, they already had gotten their uh, um, uh, sign on with um, whatever network that was, Vice. Uh, so, I mean, she they were already on the up. So I don't think that Trixie needed a title for that. Mm-hmm. Um, if Kennedy had done better the entire season, then I would have said Kennedy needs that title a little bit more. Uh, but Kennedy has no message. She's just she has no message. I know, but you know, whatever. Uh, but I Shangela still think that Shangela and Trixie should have been in the top two, so that we could have actually seen a real showdown between the the queens that deserve the crown yeah. or Ben Creme, Fuck yeah. Because Bindle Krim had a message, too. If Bindle Krim had gone... Bindle Krim has been very vocal about trans rights across the fucking world. So if she had gotten on there and been like, this is what we need to fucking do and hadn't sent herself home, then fucking bitch, you could have won. You could have won the entire season. Yep. Uh, But it didn't matter to her, which I respect. I was like, grind my teeth. Uh, But then Trinity and Monet both are amazing queens as well. Uh, I know I dog on Monet for not deserving to win but she deserved to win she she had wins just like trinity i think they had the same amount of wins too but if i'm honest i think that the person who would have had the best message to spread forward from that would have been monique monique i agree and then trinity in my opinion would probably be more along the lines of the cracker or trixie yeah because trinity i mean she's already done a lot with her drag as well but apparently like looking at her instagram post that she is doing like a full like drag show on, I don't know what network it's supposed to be on, but she's they were recording before like COVID started and they had to put that on pause for that as well. So then mm. I really liked her project that she did throughout the past few months is that every single week she does another winner and then she like re she looks at the winner's drag 
for that entire season and picks a look to redo that look. So if you don't follow Trinity the Tuck on um, uh, Instagram, you should definitely go back and like look at all those posts because they she looks imma- immaculate. She looks gorgeous and all of those. I mean, she, she went back she, exactly. She went back and she created all these looks for her favorites from the winners and posted those online. And I think she looks stunning. So. Mm. Not saying that, that was a message of any kind, but I mean, it was definitely, it was spreading positivity and the love of drag as well. So, yeah. Well, we can honestly say that everyone in the competition spreads the love of oh, drag. Oh, yeah. Um, but some more so than others. And I'm really happy with Shay winning. I yes. think that she deserves it. And I think I'm very excited to see what she'll do. Yeah, me too. Let's see, Shay Coulee. Come on. Yeah. Make us Shay a show, bitch. Make us a show. Vote, bitch. Just Vote, like what she bitch. says. I just love that whenever she says that. Um, you know what I like, though? What? Tell me. I love Economy Works. Oh, my God. Economy Works is a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help with writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, and managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the, the economy, economy works. works. Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Economy Works. Yum. I don't know why. <laughs> he loves it. Oh, gosh. Uh, well, yes, I definitely loved the season, and I loved that we are almost up to a full year of our Ruby podcast now, because we started that at, what, the beginning of August of last year? No. No. When did it come out? I, thought I feel it was... like it was October. No. Dragula? Yeah, it was like 10 episodes long, and then we did the promo. So I'm pretty certain we started it in the beginning of August. Yes. Just admit that Chris is right. Oh, my God. Or, you know, what you could also do is just go to uh, your podcast on Spotify. Roughly correct. Roughly correct. And let's go back. RuPaul's Drag Race season something. Keep going back. Our podcast. Uh, Dragula season three, episode one. Dragula promo. Oh, it was the end of August. Yes. My bad. I was so off. Wow, if you would have just really thought about it, you would have got it. Whatever. Shut the fuck up. Fucking. Why don't you put on your lip balm again? Just, why don't you just put your lip balm again? Oh, I could. Yeah, put your lip they're, balm they're, on. They're, Shut the fuck up and put your lip balm dry. on. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're almost up to a year. So, okay. In one month, it'll be a year of our Rupee podcast. So, okay. what a way to get to that point by finishing All Stars 5. Uh, and celebrating our winner, Shay Coulee. So. Slay Coulee. Slay Who Coulee. didn't come here to slay. She came to win! <laughs> yeah, I just love her. I keep going back to thinking on Jaina. Shay Coulee, are you here to slay? Is that a question? <laughs> or... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> well, it was a read. <laughs> Good work on Jaina. Oh, poor on Jaina. You little. Little girl, Lit, you. Just, you little. <laughs> you little. <laughs> You little. Well, tell us what you think. Let us know how you feel about the season. Tell us if you think that Shay deserved to win, Miss Cracker deserved to win, or if you thought that if you're Thomas deserved and you to think win. That you do deserve to win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do have a message from Ray Guerrero. He said Cracker was robbed, so I think he just got to watch the season finale and he wanted Cracker to win. So I'm going to go talk to him and discuss with him his ideas or tell him to listen to this podcast. So we all put our ideas in there, but me too, girl. <laughs> 
Um, and also, uh, just a quick note, speaking of our Ruby podcast, we will be transferring, well, not transferring, we'll be moving to a new location. Yes. Um, we're still in the midst of uploading, uh, but you can now find our Ruby podcast at our Ruby podcast. Yeah. Subscribe, please. We need our subscribers. We'll make sure to post it all over the social medias once we have everything moved over for us or not moved over, just put on there as well. Yeah. Um, so that you can listen to everything on our Rupee podcast instead, so you can get you, get you subscribed to that, so that you're not having to scroll through any spoopy stuff, or if you're listening to spoopy podcasts and don't want to listen to drag stuff, you know, vice versa. So you can actually have them in two different places and listen to what you came here for, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Should we tell them to get Rupee with it?